Welcome to The Dirt Show brought to you by Pulver Towing. And today we're going to be joined by Sport Mod Driver number 69, Tony Rileson. We'll also hear from Jason Becker about the three-day Salute to Veterans Tour, McKenna Hassey about the Youth Racers of America Foundation, and our old friend Speed from Cookies Barbecue Sauces and Seasonings, right after a few words from our sponsors. As the leading slat replacement professionals in the U.S., Altenburg Construction knows what works and what doesn't. Simply put, they understand your business. Altenburg Construction started in 1994 and has over 27 years of experience and has completed more than 5,000 hog and cattle barns in 14 states. Every customer is unique and every situation is different. That's why their employees are company trained, trust the slat replacement professionals at Altenburg Construction. Give them a call, 80 888-435-2210 or see altenburgconstruction.com Transform your garage into an extension of your home with a custom finished floor by Garage Force. No matter how you use your garage, Garage Force has you covered. American made. Backed by a lifetime warranty, our professionally installed industrial grade coatings will protect your garage from anything life throws at it and makes cleanup a snap. More importantly, it's the unbelievable feeling you get each time you use your dream garage. Visit us online at garageforce.com. Call Todd at 651-387-9213. That's 651-387-9213. Your home is your sanctuary. The next time you need appliance service, invite someone in that will treat it that way. Sorensen's Appliance Service is locally owned with 15 years of experience. Sorensen's Appliance Service also has fully certified technicians who will leave your home as clean as they found it. If you want fast, efficient, and cleanly service, contact Sorensen's Appliance Service today, 256-7766. That's 256-7766. Celebrating 100 years of family-owned excellence, Pulver Towing will always be there for you. With multiple locations, inexperienced staff, and quality customer service, Pulver Towing has emergency service available 24-7, and they work around the clock to offer towing, recovery, and roadside assistance to our communities. If you need them, call 507-282-3851. That's 507-282-3851. Pulver Towing, the premier towing experts. Shevland Enterprises, your locally owned and operated sanitation and recycling service, offers the highest quality garbage removal and trash pickup services at great rates. Commercial, residential, construction, and industrial trash removal and recycling in Owatonna and the surrounding areas in Dodge and Steel Counties. Shevland Enterprises also specializes in roll-offs and dumpster. Contact Chris and his staff today for small-town service at a small-town price. 528-9900. That's 528-9900. Medieval Metalworks is a 25,000-square-foot facility in Mankato specializing in CNC tube laser and bending and is the only facility in the area with those capabilities. Medieval Metalworks is a leading precision metal fabrication shop offering all the latest custom metal fabrication technologies under one roof. Whether you need a one-off custom part or thousands of parts produced for your business, contact Medieval Metalworks at 507-386-3930 or stop by and see them at 3000 Technology Drive in Mankato. Dave for Severson Oil, VP Racing Fuels, and you're listening to the Driver Segment on the Dirt Show. Welcome back to the Driver Segment here on the Dirt Show, and it is my pleasure today to be joined by Tony Rileson, number 69 in the Sport Mods. And Tony, let's head back to the beginning. How did you get your start in racing? I started back in 1998, go-kart racing, locally here in Marshall, Minnesota. 
couple of my dad's friends got me going in it and took off ever since. Won championship first year out and never looked back. Wow, you're hooked for life when you do that. Usually. It was a blast. Once you get hooked on dirt, it's hard to go off. I met your wife, Ashley, at Dirt Show Night two weeks ago at Murray County Speedway. What a great lady and a very supportive person towards your racing career. Yeah, she's been very good at what I do and letting me do what I've been doing for the last many years and just appreciate her standing behind me on this and letting me do what I like to do and chase my dreams. Your oldest son came running down the bleachers to meet me. Now there is an enthusiastic race fan who is also a racer himself. Yes, he uh, started racing go-karts at the age of seven, a few more years earlier than what I did. So pretty much really happy about that, that he's got the enthusiasm and dedication to race just like I do. Karting is a great way to get your kids started, and Arlington Raceway has a great karting program. Toner Lake also is a great place to go, and it is such a good feeder system for the drivers who eventually move into the full-size divisions. Yeah, it's been a very good chance to get your feet wet in the karting world before you move up to uh, whatever you want to do in go-karts to you want to get out of go-karts if you want to get into a big car depends what your funds are if you want to go in on a compact all that stuff helps to get your feet wet in racing and knowing what you do on cart setup even applies to big cars that really helped me in the big car world and even working on the cart helps on the big car and it's pretty much the same thing but just do maintenance that maintenance wins you races in the shop not at the racetrack you can't go fix your stuff from the week before and hope to win the same night it just doesn't work. It takes hours and hours of dedication in the shop prior to racing on a Friday or Saturday night on the weekends. It's really fun to watch these kids and how much dedication they have to taking care of their carts and making sure they're maintained. And you can tell that they're really paying attention to what their dad's teaching them. Yes, it takes a lot of dedication to know what each tool does and what needs to be done on the cart, week in and week out. There's checklists you have to apply. We have checklists what have to be done. Like, say, if you wreck something, it gets on our whiteboard, and that has to be fixed right away, and make sure you get oil changes and carts all cleaned up. Just part of racing, just to make sure you're a top-notch week in and week out. Tony, you are fun to watch at Arlington Raceway. I've been on the back pit grandstand and you are closer to the track back there and the speeds that the sport mods are carrying into the turns it has to be a blast as a driver to drive there yes it is a very fun place to race you learn a lot about carrying a lot of momentum through the corners there at arlington i haven't raced there for a year or so but hope to get back there again sometime soon but that place is awesome if you ever have a chance to get there it's a fun place to race and just the speeds and the competition and it's just fun just a fun place to race a lot of speed the atwater karting speedway what a beautiful racing facility as a family you are probably spending more time there than you are at the racetracks that you're racing at yeah i've been putting a lot of work in my kids carts and spent a lot of time at go-kart tracks such as atwater that's pretty much our home track for us. It's a very awesome 
place to race and a good opportunity to uh, introduce your kids to go-karting and in the racing. It's a very nice facility to be at in central Minnesota. What are some of the other karting facilities you've been visiting? Back in the day, there was track in Marshall and Brookings, South Dakota. I got racing there. But locally, Cedar Lake, Wisconsin, they have an indoor facility. So if rain or shine, you can go out there and race. It's indoors, and you can race during the summer. So they have races on Sunday and some Saturday, some big races out there. So there's some people that come all over the Midwest to come there to race. So it's a good opportunity to race against some high-quality equipment and some awesome young racers. And we've been racing the Fairmont here and there, and Jackson has a track, and Toner Speedway, Blue Earth. Arlington has a small track inside before the race, the big cars. Very good opportunity to get out there and watch them races and get little kids involved if they want to stay in the pits and be around big cars. That's cool. They allow that, too. I was told with carts, tire prep is key. If you have two equal carts and two equal drivers, the cart with the best repaired tires will always win. Yes, that is absolutely correct. That is crazy what the tire technology came from 1998 to now. It's just unbelievable. If you don't have the right four tires on, you might have 200 tires in the trailer, but if you don't have the right four tires on when you hit the track... You might be in left field and might be not even winning the race. You have a brand new car for 2021. Are you happy with how it's performing so far? Yeah, it's been doing very good this year. Had to work out some kinks out of it, but we've been heading in the right direction. It's been going, placing up every week. So it's been a very good ultimate race car. You also made the trip to Bristol. What was that whole experience like? Just the trip alone is a huge adventure. Yeah, the trip was uh, a little long driving. We drove it one day. We didn't make any really stops except for some fuel mileage. About 21 hours take to get down there from southwest Minnesota and get down there, and the place is just awesome. It's so big and just just crazy. It's all asphalt for pitting, so... There was no mud to deal with like you would deal with at Super Nationals in Iowa. You can just pit, and you don't have to worry about bringing wood shavings, don't have to worry about bringing boots. You can just pit and just have a big race vacation. It's pretty awesome. Once you were able to get on the track, how was the racing for you at Bristol? Once you get on the track, wow, that was just a crazy experience just to get on the track. You enter from the outside of the track, and you drive onto the track, but it felt like you're going down 10 stories just to get into the center of the racetrack because that track is super banked, and it was good to almost lock up the brakes going down the hill. And the track was so slippery just to get on it because they were trying to keep it moist so it wasn't so dry for everyone. So you're sliding sideways kind of going down onto the track. But once you got on the racing surface to race on it, it pretty much sits you back in your seat and it just all the g-forces you can just get sucked right back in the seat and you're just along for the ride you're carrying so much speed it pretty much reminded me of uh racing down at fairmont raceway down there in southern minnesota all big half mile it was pretty much same speed it felt like we were maybe going a little bit faster at fairmont but it's just a blast it felt like we were driving go-karts because we weren't really sliding sideways like we are locally here 
just because the G-force is in downforce, it just sucks you right down to the track. Just unbelievable. It was a very fun experience. You have picked up wins at Redwood Speedway. You can carry a lot of speed around that racetrack. Yeah, Redwood's a different animal to be at. Um, you carry some speed and paperclip half mile, and you can learn a lot of things from that place, good and bad. But it's a, it's a place that everyone should go to before they retire, and good family place to take your kids on a Sunday Sunday afternoon to watch some races. Like won some races there, and plan on going back here pretty soon. You talked about running sport mods at Fairmont. It's fun to watch the action out of turn two as you fly down the backstretch. At what point are you making your decision on entry into turn three? Because it seems like many races are won or lost entering that turn. Guys can pass multiple cars or they get on the brake too soon and it takes them two laps to get back to where they were. Yeah, that's a big momentum place. You have to pretty much carry a lot of speed going down the backstretch before you uh, enter, but a lot of the car handling issues people have are entering the corner, and you have to have some big ones to get around that place. There's some big A-mod drivers that know what they're doing, and a lot of good sport mod drivers that know what they're doing, but you just got to gotta trust your car and your equipment and make sure you maintain it during the week to be able to withstand that kind of speeds that Fairmont Raceway has. It's a very nice facility, too, so I hope to get back down there very soon. You made the tow to the Northern Sport Mod Nationals at Hancock County Speedway in Britt, Iowa on June 22nd. I love that track as a fan, that black dirt and watching those cars fly. How did you do that night? I did all right. They changed the surface up since a couple years before that I was down there. They changed it to put a little bit more banking in it, so hopefully it was a little bit more racier, but... I actually think the track is a little bit more racier than it used to be just for the banking. You can carry more speed. It reminds me more of Arlington Speedway now. It has a little bit of a cushion on the top side, I call it, and a little bit more momentum racetrack than it used to be. We did all right down there. Um, drew pretty good and started on the pole for the first heat. And towards the end of the race, I was in second. And coming to the white flag, the leader spun around and... I finished off the race in first place, and I actually started in, I think, about 12th place in the feature and went backwards. I just put the wrong setup in. And the back wall to keep drivers out of the cornfield would be new for you, too. Yes, that is a big, awesome add that they made to that track. I think just about every night we were down there before they added the wall, somebody during the night ended up in that farmer's cornfield. I believe it. Yeah, they could be out there picking some corn stalks up or even pulling them out of the radiator at the end of the night. Seen that done before. Dirt show night at Murray County Speedway on Saturday, June 25th. What a blast. And getting to see veteran driver Randy Winter pick up a big win that night, that was awesome. Yeah, we struggled a little bit. Um, We had to make the car react to the track surface that it was on and how I had it set up. I had a little bit too tight, but we were we were on the right track. We finished off in uh, third place that night. Entering turn three at Slayton, there seems to be a very fine line between running through there smoothly and complete disaster. If you enter just a few feet too high, you're going for a ride off the end of the track. 
Yes, that is a big deal right there. If you don't hit it just right, if your car's not rotating at the right time, you can end up uh, into the wall or the fence they have. But it's just bad luck if you just hit the wall or the fence in that end. But it's part of racing. That track is awesome. Are you mostly sticking to running Murray County Speedway this season and focusing on the kids and their kart racing? Yeah, this season I've been trying to put my racing on the slow burner right now and try to focus on just one track and getting my car just perfect and getting my kids uh, started in racing and continuing their journey to their racing career, hopefully. Cottonwood, Minnesota is located in a beautiful area of the state. What is an exciting night in Cottonwood, Minnesota like? Um, There's not much to do in Cottonwood, but there's always something to do around the surrounding areas. Basically, you can hang out with friends, have campfires, you can go camping. There's no pools, there's no stoplights, there's only stop signs in Cottonwood. There's a lake in Cottonwood. There's not too much to do in Cottonwood, but... It's a pretty good, small community. Very nice schools. You have a great airplane museum not far from where you live. Yeah, we do. I've never been there, though. I'd like to get up there sometime. It's also a great place to raise a family and also to be a hog farmer. How tough was 2020 on your operation with the processing plant shutting down and the COVID restrictions? Uh, it was fairly tough. We had to halt op- operations a little bit. We had to slow down our receiving pigs and exiting the pigs out of our facilities. But it was a life-changing event, and hopefully that doesn't happen again, but you just never know what everything's going to go on. I think everybody in 2020 learned how to adapt. Yes, they did. They They sure did on marketing pigs and getting rid of the bigger pigs at different times of the year and slowing pigs down. That was a different learning curve for everyone. Are you going topless this season? Will we see you at the topless nationals in October? Depends on the weather. Um, Maybe we never know at that time yet. Still early in the season, but there's possibility. That's a fun place to go up in Ogilvy. If you have never been up there, that's a fun time up there at Ogilvy topless nationals. They allow with soda cars, IMCA, USRA. I'm not even sure all the sanctions they allow, but they let everyone run as long as you have a roof off. It's so nice to see everybody running together, and that's one thing Tom Wagaman said. You can have a couple 70-degree days, and then it comes race time, and it can drop down into the 40s, or it can be the other way around. You never really know what you're going to get until the day actually comes. Yeah, that it's sometimes cold when I was up there and sometimes it's 70 degrees t-shirt weather, but sometimes you're in your parkas. You started off the racing season in Bristol. You also have a brand new car this year. What are your personal racing goals for the remainder of the season? I'm not sure yet for Bristol. It's still up in the air. Depends on how the farming goes. The rest of the season, just basically try to race here and there, but mainly just stick at Murray County Speedway for the rest of the year and try to finish in the top five and load her up in one piece at the end of the night. Kind of out of the championship race, unless something happens right now, but anything can happen in racing, so as we've seen before. A happy driver is when you can load it up, 
roll it off the trailer, wash it off, check everything over, fuel it up, and you're ready to go for the next night. That is correct. Yeah, that's that makes everyone's life easier, and you can make more speed that way because you're not fixing. You can rather think on what you need to adjust on your car to make it faster to beat the competitors. And it's amazing on these cars how much a minor adjustment can affect how fast you are on the racetrack. Yes, that's exactly right. There's so many adjustments on these cars that you can really adjust yourself. If you do too much at one adjustment, you really not know where you're at. Like if you make two adjustments going on the track, you don't know what one helped or what one made it worse. So it's best just to make one adjustment, and hopefully that's the right adjustment for that night and that track surface. What are your goals for your kids' racing season this year? Basically, have a good time and make a lot of friends and finish on top. That's one of our main goals for this season. And he's racing two carts this year, um, a flat cart and a wind cart. It's like an outlaw go-kart that has a roll cage on it that has springs that make the chassis flex and the roll cage make it not bind. So we just have some high goals this year to set for him, and it's only about mid-season for Atwater Karting right now, and he's doing all right. Who helps you out in the shop on the race car? Just myself and my older boy that races the go-karts. He helps quite a bit, but mostly just me. So you've already got him learning. Oh, yeah. Got to start at a young age. Who are your sponsors helping you out this year? Ultimate Race Cars. JW Interior Finishing, Cottonwood Co-op Oil, Robert Mathis, Pioneer Seeds out of Cottonwood, Dave Rielson, he helps out, and my wife, she helps out quite a bit. Tony, thank you so much for your time and being with us here on The Dirt Show, and I can't wait to see you out at Murray County Speedway again in Slayton, and good luck with the boys and the rest of their racing season. Thank you so much for having me, and... If you guys can ever get out to Atwater Karting Speedway and all these rest of these race tracks, that'd be greatly appreciated. And so they don't get shut down. That's one of the biggest things. That's the hardest part right now is get car counts, keep everyone going. So I appreciate you having me on this show and talk to you later. Thanks for being with us, Tony. Yep. Race fans, SprintCarStuff.com is your online stop for everything in the Sprint Car world. From apparel, jewelry, and books to die-cast Sprint Cars, posters, and gifts, SprintCarStuff.com has everything you need for the Sprint Car fan on your shopping list. And SprintCarStuff.com is the online site of the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum, so every purchase on SprintCarStuff.com helps support the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum. Promote the future of Sprint Car racing and preserve the past. That's SprintCarStuff.com for all of your Sprint Car merchandise needs. Fire's Engine Service of Rochester opened its doors in 1975. Hi, this is Corey. Since 1975, we've been offering complete engine machining services and assembly. From flatheads to big blocks, wide blocks to drag race engines, street rods to pulling tractors, Fire's Engine Service offers complete dyno service. So if your race car or street car needs a little under the hood, trust the place who's been there since 1975. Contact Buyer's Engine Service at 507-282-5586. Why choose powder coating over liquid paint finishes? Maximum durability. 
Extreme Powder Coatings offer a scientific process that uses heat to bake the colorful finish deep into your product. Extreme Powder Coatings can deliver multimedia blasting, impact-resistant epoxy primers, and super-durable powder coat applications to meet your needs. Visit ExtremePowderCoating.net for more information. For over 40 years, winning drivers have relied on VP Racing Fuels to optimize performance. Now get the same benefit with VP Pro-Grade Full Synthetic Oil and High Performance Lubricants. VP's goal was to develop a best-in-class racing oil that offers world-class cutting-edge technology, enhanced durability and wear protection from the street to the track. VP's got you covered with the next-generation performance. Fast Shafts owner Pat Fagan is a racer himself and has been testing and building drive shafts for himself and teams all over the nation since 1992. Fast Shaft drive shafts are the number one carbon fiber, steel, chrome molly, and aluminum drive shaft builder for over 90% of the major modified chassis builders. Drive shafts, drive shaft repair, 9-inch forward center sections, slip yokes, rear end yokes, ring and pinions, bearings, spools, gears, shim kits, and more. Call Fast Shafts today. Made by racers for racers. 800-622-6617. Here's one of the most incredible lubricating products ever made. Justice Brothers. JB80. It's twice as good at lubricating just about everything around the home, shop, and your car. JB80 has a penetrating action that goes straight to the problem areas and even the tightest places. Try JB80, the incredible spray lubricant that's twice as good, and it's guaranteed to satisfy or your money back. Tell them Ed Justice Jr. sent you. Welcome back here on The Dirt Show, and I am joined by Jason Becker, hunting with Heroes Salute to Veterans Races, and Jason... This year, it's a three-night, three-racetrack event starting Wednesday night, July 28th at Clay County Speedway in Spencer, Iowa, then on to Kasuth County Speedway in Algona, Iowa, Thursday night, July 29th, and then on to Boone Speedway on Saturday, July 31st. What a great show for the fans and drivers alike. Yeah, clean. Somebody asked me what's better than this race, and I said, well, three of them. That's what we're doing this year is put a tour on the 28th, 29th, and 31st, as you mentioned. It's designed for one major thing is to honor as many veterans as we can, but the secondary goal here is to bring a lot of fans in to help us honor those veterans. So those three facilities, we want to pack the stands with veterans, their families, but also fans, because not only are we going to be doing a lot of great things for the veterans, it's going to be probably the most patriotic night in racing you've seen in a long time, but it's also going to be great racing actually we've heard from so many drivers that said they're coming and putting three races like this with big purses but also lots of activities going on it's more than just a race and let's talk about those activities because i know at each one of the three events you'll be honoring the veterans at each track and have special things just for them as they arrive yeah clean i mean at every race we're going to have a fan zone before the race so four o'clock Each night, those racetracks, racing varies between 7 and 7.30 at those tracks, but from 4 o'clock until hot laps start, usually around 6 or 7 o'clock, we're going to have a fan zone. We're going to have live music by Morgan Cuker, but also Mojo Production DJs are going to have DJ booths at both Spencer and Algona, and then Kicker Audio is putting one together for Boone. So there's going to be music activity. We'll be feeding all veterans at that fan zone each night at each track. They'll all be receiving their giveaways as they come into the track as well. So each veteran will get at least a $20 gift card 
And there's a bunch of giveaways. Supporters have given us little miniature flags to give every veteran. Every veteran's going to get a fan in case it's warm at every track, koozies, and, of course, free food and drink for all those veterans and widows of veterans. So it's kind of the recipe we've used for the past few years has just gotten bigger and probably just a little bit more of everything. Pre-race, we'll be honoring our local law enforcement on the front stretch, which last year, I know you were at the event, you probably saw. We're expecting flyovers each track. Those are dependent upon weather and some other schedules. And then what I expect to be some of the best racing that we've seen every year in Algona is good, but this year having three of them back-to-back, I feel like it's just going to be better and better. And let's talk a little bit about that on-track racing, because when you do have three events, plus extra money up for the top three classes, drivers are going to come and they're going to follow all three nights, which is going to increase the car count, plus bring in some of the area's best drivers for the fans to see. The recipe that we found that works, and we've talked to you know guys like Derek Green and Elijah and Nick Meyer, some of these guys that have worked with us in the past, we talked to them, we asked them, how should we set this up? And they said, well, make sure you have a good number to win, but also pay down the order. So the numbers of 3,000 win for modifieds at minimum at every track, I think Elgona's 3,500 now, that's all great, but the average top 10 payout for the, for the tour is 850 bucks. Stock car is the same thing, 3,000, 3,500 to win at Algona, actually, but then it's $700 average payout for the top 10 across the tour. So, you know, if, if you finish in the top 10, you're going to be making some good money. And, you know, we're paying down the list, too. So, you know, we don't obviously publish all the purse information, but, you know, your $100 guaranteed start, for example, for the top three classes. So it's more than just whoever's going to win the race. It's a lot more than that. There's contingencies as well, hard charges for every class, every night. One of the things I'm most excited about is that we're giving custom trophies at every track for every feature winner, not just the top four classes that we're raising the purses pretty substantially for, but these are carved by a guy named Anthony Martin for Logs for Heroes, and he carves these out of wood that's been donated in Iowa, fallen trees, etc. He's carved all these trophies. They're about two foot tall by maybe a foot wide. It's a pair of boots and a helmet that's been hand-carved with chainsaw. The guy's got an amazing story, but basically recovering from injuries and medically retiring he was looking for something to kind of pull him out of a funk and uh, he found a chainsaw he's carved us 18 of these trophies hand done we're gonna have plaques on them, individual plaques for each track and each race but i've never seen trophies like these given there's a lot of great trophies given out of tracks so don't get me wrong but this one hand carved by a medically retired veteran who's a relatively young guy that that's using it to keep him mentally healthy if you know a vet call him If you are a vet or have a veteran and a family, come down and enjoy the nights. It's really all about honoring those who served. How can fans, drivers, or veterans find out more about these three nights of racing? Yeah, they can go to our Facebook page. That's the best place to, to get information. Hunting with Heroes is on Facebook. You can find us there. You can send myself an email. It's LakotaHuntingWithHeroes at gmail.com. We're still finalizing a lot of the activities. We've got a solid plan of attack, but you think about a 1,000 veterans, each one of them going to leave with a $20 gift card that's going to be usable for businesses in Iowa. I mean, that's $20,000 right there. We've been working really hard to raise funds, and we've got some great sponsors. You know, the fact that 
Temna Auto Group, Carl Chevrolet. You've got folks like Max Yield Seeds. You've got Fairway Meat Grocery, Wyckoff Heating and Cooling. You've got a lot of these folks that have just come out of the woodwork to help support the events. So the most important thing for me is that the veterans come out and the widows of veterans come out. You know, we treat them the same as a veteran. If their husband or wife has passed away, widows and widowers, we welcome them with open arms as well. Just to kind of make that connection to dirt track racing. It's not just a race night. And it's the thing that I want to point out. When we put a flyer out, we talk about how much we're giving away to the veterans just as much as we talk about the purse money. This night is really all about them. We're wrapping nine cars this year in patriotic themes. You've got guys like Kelly Shryock, Todd Shute, Nick Meyer, David Smith, Smith Pasika, Jeffrey Larson, Jared Bowmeister, Cam Reimers, Colby Fett. Those are the nine guys we're wrapping. I mean, you think about all the wins, championships, and just complete reach that those guys got and have. Those guys are all basically have said, hey, we want to be a part of this, and go ahead and design the car how you see fit to gain awareness for the charity, but also gain awareness for our veterans. We're expecting 125, 150 cars per night, and we think it's going to be amazing. I'd be disappointed if we didn't get 1,000 veterans at these three events because I think we're more than possible to do it. Jason, thanks for all you do putting all of this together, and thank you so much for being with us here on The Dirt Show today. Take care. Thanks. Come on, kids. Let's go outside to play. Hello, Wolf and Sons? Can you come spray my yard for mosquitoes? If you can't be outside because of the mosquitoes, call Wolf and Sons at 507-455-3524. You already know, Rhino Ag builds the most robust tractor accessories in the agriculture industry. Ever wondered what a rhino would cost? Go to rhinoag.com and click on the Build Your Rhino tab. Select the product and spec it out with any option we offer. As always, contact your local dealer for any finance specials or seasonal offers at rhinoag.com. Aero Race Wheels was established on the conviction that its dedicated staff could provide higher quality wheels designed specifically to endure the tough requirements and conditions of the racing industry. Most importantly, the wheels need to be manufactured and sold, maintaining an affordable price structure. Aero Racing Wheels has become the largest premier steel wheel supplier, and their product line speaks for itself. Upgrade your racing game today at aeroracewheels.com. Hello, everyone. This is Chad Weirs, Weirs Machine and Racing Products and Ultra Force Spring Machine. We're here today to talk a little bit about our new automatic Ultra Force machines. In August of 2018, we teamed up with AccuForce Load Machines in Ohio, and we have their automation that we put on our framework. These machines are very powerful. They can tell you a lot about your, your springs, your pull bars, your bump stop packages. Very handy machines. We've learned a tremendous amount with our pull bars since we teamed up with Keith and everybody at AccuForce. The reason and we went with AccuForce as we feel they are the leader in this technology. So we're, we're really happy to be a part of their program. Check us out online at weirsmachine.com. Why would you use anything but the latest technology in packing products when it comes to shipping your business products? Foam Craft Packaging in Owatonna provides a complete line of packaging materials, including foam products, pallets, crates, corrugated boxes, and much, much more. See all of our different packaging options at foamcraftpackaging.com or call 507-455-2893. That's 507-455-2893. If you're in need of a worry-free power lift door, 
Then you'll want to stop and talk with Rod French. Make a statement with a Powerlift architectural door on your home or cabin. Powerlift doors can be retrofitted to fit an existing door opening or designed into your next commercial, agricultural, livestock, or aircraft hangar build. Stylish, functional, and built to last. Powerlift doors by French's Manufacturing are made locally in Dodge Center, Minnesota by their experienced craftsmen. Contact Kelly or Rod. Powerlift doors by French's Manufacturing. 374-9306. Welcome back here on The Dirt Show, and it is my pleasure to be joined by sprint car driver McKenna Hasse. And McKenna, time sure flies. The last time I had you on The Dirt Show, you had just won your very first sprint car feature at Knoxville Raceway and were graduating from high school as your class valedictorian. Now you are living in Indianapolis and racing out east. How did that come about? Ah, good question. So I... Oh, gosh, this was years ago now. I wanted to race midgets a while back and kind of received an opportunity out here in Indy. And then it ended up falling through, but I still wanted to pursue the Indy route. And so I just kind of came out here without anything solidified and established myself, made some connections, and then was able to receive some opportunities on the 410 smart car side. Indy is a great city for a race driver. If you can't get enthused about racing in the city of Indianapolis, I don't think you ever will. No, it's uh, definitely the place to be if you want to be into racing. It's just so cool, like, the amount of types of racing that are here and how many shops you can go to and just all the people I've met. Like, sometimes you take it for granted living here until you leave and you just realize, like, how amazing it is that you can just go to a top field drag shop one day, like an indie car shop the next day. And like, it's just really cool. McKenna, you have always been a huge supporter, car owner and sponsor of youth racing yourself. Talk about youth racers of America and what the organization is all about. Yeah. So youth racers of America is a 501c3 that provides camps, clinics, safety gear, and educational resources for youth race car drivers across the country. And so the foundation serves three main segments. The first is families that are brand new to youth racing and just trying to provide better introductions for them. The second is kids and families that are already in youth racing. And then the third is a motorsports career opportunities program for teenagers uh, that provides teenagers that are interested in pursuing a job in motorsports with some guidance on a career path. What's really neat is some of the big-name race drivers that have jumped on board for this program and also some of the businesses that have donated stuff to this organization is really neat to see. Yeah, it's been great. I mean, we had our auction earlier this year, and we had, oh my goodness, all sorts of support from NASCAR drivers and teams, support from IndyCar, NHRA. We just had a clinic with World of Outlaws, so we had a ton of World of Outlaw drivers there. And So we're definitely still trying to grow it. And, you know, that's been both a challenge, uh, but also rewarding, too. So I have high expectations for the program. I think it'll definitely grow to be something really great for motorsports long term. I know the driver that we have on the show today is very involved with karting and getting these kids started early, whether it's at your local karting track or down at English Creek down in Iowa. There are so many opportunities if you just look in your area. Yeah, absolutely. Our site actually has like an interactive map where you can go on there and click on your state and it'll show you what types of racing are in your area and what tracks are available. And so 
that's just kind of one of our big things is like I don't come from a racing family and when I got into the sport it was really really difficult to find and to learn about it and I know a lot of families struggle with the same things and so that's something I'm passionate about because in some ways like it's mainly easy just for families who already have names in the sport or already have experience to get their kids involved and that doesn't really help grow the sport as much it just kind of keeps it continuing on and so we definitely want to help families that are passionate about it but don't know enough about it get started. How can individuals and businesses get more involved in this organization and how can they find out more about Youth Racers of America? Yeah, they can visit youthracersofamerica.com is the website. There's also social media pages on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And some ways to support, obviously making donations is huge right now. We're trying to host as many clinics for kids as we can, and that obviously costs money. And so just anything anybody can provide like that. And then we're also just looking for any sort of like donations for kids' goodie bags, whether that's just pens or notepads or whatever, prizes, whether it's tools or t-shirts. Uh, we give away prizes for kids that do our seminars at the clinics. Safety gear that we can give away. We always give away safety gear to the kids who need it most rather than just like a random drawing or something like that. And so there's just a lot of ways that people can support. Like we need t-shirts and stickers and all that kind of stuff made with the foundation logo on it. So any way that anybody can help out, like our goal with YRA is for it to be something that everybody can give back to the industry in whatever way they see fit. And so just giving everybody that chance to give back to youth motorsports as a whole, rather than feeling like they have to find a way to exclusively give to like one kid or one group on their own, this way they can kind of give back to all of these motorsports. What are your personal racing goals for the 2021 season? And will fans get to see you back at Knoxville Raceway this season? Yeah, we've been to Knoxville once for the Outlaw Show, and that went really well. Um, my goal is learning and growing as a team. And then hopefully next year, just continue to build on that. We're supposed to be at Knoxville this weekend, but it looks like there's apparently some rain in the forecast, and then we'll be back for all of the Nationals races. So we're looking forward to that. When can we see you on American Ninja Warrior? July 12th is the episode that I was on for this season. So coming up next week. Actually, I do not know if I'll actually be televised. They film about 400 ninjas, but they only show about half of them. And so I was lucky to get like a full feature story with a full feature run. But this time, I'm not sure if I'll get any coverage or not. And so we'll see. But that was the episode I was on. McKenna, good luck with the rest of the 2021 season and can't wait to see you at a racetrack down the road. And thanks for being with us here on The Dirt Show. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. There's a lot to celebrate this July at Napa Auto Parts. For starters, Napa's bucket sale is back. Buy a five-gallon Napa bucket for $2.99 and get 20% off three or more items you fit inside. Napa is also giving away a USA We Believe in Heroes hat free with any $25 purchase and $1 donation to the Intrepid Fallen Heroes Fund. These offers are valid only while supplies last. So get to your participating Napa Auto Parts store today. When it comes to choosing your next industrial, commercial, residential, or ag electrician, choose Coles Electric, offering pole setting, directional boring, underground trenching, boom truck service, security systems, and much more. If you're a Steel Wasika co-op member, there are excellent incentives for installing a solar array with quick payback and years of reliable service. Planning, design completion, or emergency service, see CallsElectric.com or 507-451-1387. Let me tell you, friends, about our store. It's a great place we call Miners Outdoors. 
Miners Outdoor, your total source Husqvarna dealer in Blooming Prairie, has everything your yard needs. From chainsaws, leaf blowers, and weed trimmers to zero-turn mowers and everything in between. That's what being your Husqvarna total source dealer is all about. Stop in today to see the best selection in quality Husqvarna outdoor power equipment. That's Miners Outdoor, Highway 218, Blooming Prairie. Miners Outdoor, Major Tough. Welcome back to our special segment here on The Dirt Show, brought to you by Cookies Barbecue Sauces and Seasonings. And as always, I'm joined by Speed the Sauce Man. And Speed, sometimes in the summer when you're heading to the races or the campground, you just want to grab something out of the refrigerator, throw it in a cooler, and you're ready to roll. And you have something that's very easy. Well, yeah, Clayton, I'll tell you what. And it's uh, an easy dip to make up ahead of time and... You know, just pop it in your cooler when you're heading to the track or going out for a picnic or got a little gathering. It just makes kind of a nice, tasty dip for corn chips or crackers or vegetables or anything like that. And what you do is you take an 8-ounce package of cream cheese that's been softened, 5 tablespoons cookies barbecue sauce, any one of them, the original sweet hickory, sweet and spicy, any one of them, a quarter of a cup of crushed pineapple, make sure it's well-drained, and then chop up two green onions and about one and a half teaspoons of Dijon-style mustard, and then about uh, half a teaspoon of cookies flavor enhancer, and then a quarter of a cup of red or green bell peppers finely chopped up, and then five slices of dried beef chopped real fine, and don't use that canned dried beef. If you can, go to a store that can slice off the dried beef, Let's say you want that for the flavor, and a lot of that canned stuff, it's just more filler and not much flavor. Then you can either serve it in a bowl, or if you want to be fancy, get a couple of large sweet peppers and just cut them in half and then clean them out, and then just put this dip in that pepper, and then just serve it up that way with corn chips or crackers or vegetables. Or you can also just put it in a bowl and just serve it out of there. This recipe is on page 21 of my old cookbook. If anybody didn't get it all down, you can just email me, speed at cookiesbbq.com. Just let me know that you want the creamy cheese beef dip, and I'll just attach this recipe and just email her back to you. Speed for these and more great recipes that can go to your Facebook page or also your website. You betcha, the old cookiesbbq.com. And I don't know if this one's on our website. And if it isn't on there, why just shoot me an email, speed at cookiesbbq.com, and tell me you want the creamy cheese beef dip, and I'll just email a copy of it back to you. Speed, as always, thanks for being with us here on The Dirt Show. You betcha, and thanks to all the, the race fans and racers out there that have supported cookies through the years. Hi, this is Lyle Hendricks, number 16. You're listening to The Dirt Show. Played bumper tag lately? No matter how your car gets damaged, Midwest Collision will make sure it gets fixed right and on time. No shortcuts, no compromises. And remember, where you get your car repaired is not your insurance company's decision. It's yours. So make the right choice. Choose your locally owned and operated Midwest Collision. Give Bob a call today at 332-2434. That's 332-2434. 
832-2434. At Land Pros, our team of brokers and auctioneers specialize in farmland sales, live land auctions, and online land auctions across the Midwest with total sales of 190,000 acres. At Land Pros, you get a team of land professionals going to work for you. We pride ourselves on providing local service and knowledge with national marketing and results. If you're thinking of buying or selling, contact Land Pros agent JJ Wise at 641-420-SELL or go to landpros.com. That's L-A-N-D-P-R-O-Z.com. Simply adding cookies, barbecue sauce is sure to make meat taste better. But when you really want to hit a home run, try one of my approved recipes. Speed the Sauce Man here, and I've got a bunch of easy-to-make creations at cookiesbbq.com. Barbecue meatloaf, Grandma Elmo's broiler burgers. Heck, I'll even tell you the secret to Speed's racks of ribs. It's all at cookiesbbq.com. Hey, smart cookies use cookies barbecue sauce. Anything less is meat abuse. Cookies is the one. Toner's Lake Carding Facility offers dirt oval carding at its finest. Hot laps start at noon on Sundays, followed by great cart racing from rookies to pros. Admission is always free, and pit passes are only 5 bucks. Come out and enjoy some exciting, safe, and fair cart racing at a well-organized facility. Toner's Lake Carding, located northwest of Wasika in a beautiful rural setting next to Toner's Lake. See tonerslakecarding.org for more details. Welcome to the Dirt Track segment, brought to you by Cookies, Sauces, and Seasonings. Last Thursday night, they were racing at KRA Speedway in Wilmer, Minnesota. In the Pierstock A-Main, Joe Martin over Cody Hatch. In the Midwest Modified A-Main, Andy Miyavsky over Corey Murworth. In the Mod 4s, Tommy Bowden over Skylar Smith. In the Superstocks, it was Trevor Sauer over Shane Sabraski. In the Street Stocks, Braden Brower over Justin Vogel. And in the Hornets, Peyton Esch over Joe Martin. Kasuth County Speedway was racing last Thursday night, July 1st. In the Sport Mod A-Main, Matthew Loaf over over Colby Fett, in the stock cars, Calvin Lang, over McCain Jennings, in the hobby stocks, Brandon Nielsen, over Carter Coop, in the modifieds, Kelly Shryock, over Jeremy Mills, and in the sport compacts, Brandon Hartman, over RJ Esquita. Friday night, they are racing at Murray County Speedway in Slayton, Minnesota, in the modified A-Main, Cole Bentz, over Cody Thompson, in the stock cars, Justin Lunenberg, over Mitch Dauhauer, in the sport mod. Justin Kleisma over Tony Railson in the hobby stocks. Corey Probst over Corey Gronwald in the Sport Compacts. Nate Koopman over Katie DeVries in the Bombers. Evan Schlelter over Kent Miller in the Late Model Street Stocks. Corey Yeh over Tim Dan. I-94 Speedway was racing last Friday night, July 2nd. In the Late Models, Ben Walden over Doug Walsh. In the Short Trackers, Kevin Youngquist over Zach Court. In the Wasota Late Models, Pat Dorr over Sean Kirkwood. In the Midwest Modifieds, Brendan Blazek over Austin Sibba. In the Modifieds, Dustin Bitson over Zach Johnson. And in the Wissota Street Stock A-Main, Kyle Dykoff over Eric Riley. Chateau Speedway was racing last Friday night, July 2nd. In the B-Modified A-Main, Garrett Witaski over Brandon Maitland. In the Modifieds, Ryan Wettstein over Jason Cummins. 
In the Peer Stocks, Andrew Eichens over Jack Moss. In the Street Stocks, Zach Elward over Jason Newkirk. In the Midwest Modifieds, Greg Pfeiffer Jr. over Shane Howell. And in the Hornets, Sean Poston over Nick Silman. It was also the Carl Fenske Memorial on July 2nd. In the Hornets, Don Martins over Brandon Gleitner. In the Hobby Stocks, Steve Holdhouse over Nick Schwabach. In the B-Mods, Sean Walski over Jim Chisholm. In the Modifieds, Lucas Schott over Dustin Sorensen. And in the late models, Lance Hofer over Joe Provencino. Fairmont Raceway was also racing on Friday night, July 2nd. In the 18-lap A-Mod feature, Mark Noble over Todd Steinhardt. In the stock cars, Derek Green over Jeff Larson. In the B-Mods, Jared Baumeister over Troy Grockauer. In the hobby stocks, Ernie Daly over Greg Seidels. And in the sport compacts, Jaden Erickson over Logan Kelly. We were at Cedar Lake Speedway on Friday night, July 2nd for the World Outlaw Sprint Car Race. Brad Sweet over Carson Macedo in the UMSS traditional non-wing sprint car feature. Mike Mueller over John Luer. Madison Speedway was racing last Saturday night. In the Peer Stock feature, Joe Martin over Michael Brockman. In the Limited Late Models, Tony Croniger over Ryan Berkey. In the Hornets, Jacob Aris over Doug Martin. In the Midwest Modifieds, Justin Van Epps over Scott Toffee. In the Modifieds, Brian Hobbin over Brett Hoyam. In the Street Stocks, Mike Jans over Jim Williams. And in the Super Stocks, Dan Nasalki over Jacob Knepper. Deer Creek Speedway was also racing last Saturday night, July 3rd. In the Modifieds, Brandon Davis over Dustin Sorensen. In the B-Mods, Brandon Maitland over Joe Chisholm. In the Super Stocks, Brandon Duhlman over Ryan Wyom. In the Street Stocks, Corey Adams over Zach Elward. And in the Midwest Modifieds, Shane Howell over Mitch Weiss. Saturday night, the World Outlaws were back at Cedar Lake Speedway. Exact same result in the A-Main. Brad Sweet over Carson Macedo. And in the UMSS Wings Sprint Car Series, Chase Vibrock over Harry Hansen. Arlington Raceway was racing on Saturday night, July 3rd. In the Hobby Stock A-Main, Corey Probst over Matt Olson. In the Sport Compacts, Nate Koopman over Marshall Robinson. In the Sport Mods, Matthew Loaf over Eric Larson. In the Carts, Jake Robb, Travis Manderfield, Brody Enter, all take checkered flags. In the Modifieds, Clint Haddlestead over Trent Loverud. In the Outlaw Hobby Division, Carl Hewitt Jr. over Dakota Robinson. In the Sprint Cars, Brett Allen over Trevor Service. And in the Stock Cars, Matt Speckman over Chad Schroeder. The wings were flying at Knoxville Raceway last Saturday night in the 410 Wing Sprint Car A Main. Justin Henderson over Brian Brown. In the 360 Wing Sprint Car A Main, Corey Eliason over Ryan Giles. And in the Pro Sprint feature, Eric Bridger over Matthew Stelzer. Join the dark side. Devilba's Racing Chassis specializes in modified and sport mod chassis. All chassis have laser cut and CNC bent Pro Molly tubing. Devilba's has teamed up with Medieval Metalworks to capitalize on cutting edge manufacturing processes and consistencies. Devilba's offers the industry's top first hand technical support. Parts are on hand, so there is no delay in racing. DeVilvis is now servicing all regions, including locations in New Mexico and Minnesota. Contact Zane 
505-402-4505. Hi, this is Jim Miskin from Miskin Auto Parts. Check out Miskin.com. You'll see all the parts available in our You Pull It lot. New arrivals ready to part out. Plus, we can also locate those hard-to-find parts for you. Miskin Auto Parts has been buying junkers and providing parts to our customers since 1972. And we ship out parts daily. Call us today at 507-684-2100 or check us out online at miskin.com. If your classic isn't so classic, bring it into Auto Trim Design of Oatana. We can fix the upholstery, the carpet, replace a sagging headliner, make your old car look new again, make your seats comfortable again. Whether it's a classic car, work truck, boat, or anything else that moves, we can fix the upholstery and make your ride like new. And we work on convertibles. We're located in Otana at 3275 Old Highway 14, one mile west of Walmart. Hi, this is Harvey West, and you've been listening to The Dirt Show. See you at the races.